We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for June 17th, 2019. And I had to, uh, kind of got tied up yesterday. I could only get a couple parts done and had to push it into, into debt today. And what invariably happens when I do that is I have just, with the way the news cycle is, just gobs more current events breaking. So I had to add in a whole bunch more things. I'm actually starting this after 10 o'clock at night. Um, because I've been working on just trying to, and this is why I can't catch up anymore. Right now I'm looking at my, my word document that I've got everything locked and loaded and it's 142 pages of content that I need to cover. Now, obviously I'm not going to try to, you know, I can't do that in one fell swoop. That's, that would take months, but what happens is, is then I accumulate more. So, uh, I'm going to try to get through as much as I can here tonight and get this up online. Now, another thing that's really important that I've suspected for a while, if you're going up to the contendingfortruth.com website and you're not seeing new content like once a week, now you're going to see a lot more content up there now because I'm going to be posting the newsletters up there. Um, it, it's a way I can ensure that if the emails are getting censored, then at least I know the newsletters and my content will be on contendingfortruth.com. That's the only thing at this point we have any kind of real control over until they get to the time where they pull the internet kill switch. But until that time, I'm going to be posting both my newsletters, my health-related newsletters, my end-time current event newsletters, and my, um, my audios that I do, which are basically typically a combination of both subjects, all on contendingfortruth.com. But I had a a, a uh, complaint from a listener that said that I hadn't posted any content. There was like a, a month gap, like last month, where I didn't post any comment content on his end. And then right now he said the only thing that's showing up is like um, my study I did on May 26th. And I, I looked and I'm like, no, I've done, I think I've done like two since then. Now, I'm seeing it fine, but what I noticed is I was having to clear my history uh, my history out in order to get the new content to show up. Now, I let my webmaster know about this, and he's working on it. Hopefully, it's a simple fix. But if you've had any problem in that regard, I would encourage you to clear out your history and, and possibly even your cookies. I mean, I do that all the time because that's one of the primary ways that you get tracked. And that's another way that your computer gets gummed up. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm running stuff like basically every time I close my, my browser, it deletes all history and all that stuff. It, I just find out things run a lot smoother if I do that as well. And I'm also running like the programs like Ghostery, and um, but like I said, if you're running Ghostry on Firefox, if you go to my the doctor-johnson.com to try to order the silver, it'll show up as a blank web page, not the, not the home page, but the order page will. And you got to disable Ghostry. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I've, I've told them about it, and it's it's in Vive's website, so it's up to them to actually fix it. But the website works. We have no problems. It's just a matter of you might have to d disable Ghostry on that on my silver website. But Ghostery makes things load so much quicker. And you're not seeing, a lot of times, the perverted ads that want to pop up. And I, and I don't mean pornography. I don't even mean, like, triple X stuff. I'm talking about everyday websites you go to where it's just, you know, 
half naked women or, you know, tightly fitted clothing and all that other stuff, you know, leaves nothing to the imagination constantly popping up. Well, the ghostry, I would say if there was one program to run, that would be the one to run because it's going to, it's going to cut out a ton of that, not all of it, but a ton. And the pages will load much quicker. Your computer will work better. Um, so it might be something to think about. Now, you have the option on Ghost where you can pause it. If there's like, like, let's say there's a website and it won't load a video because you've got Ghost Re on or something like that. Well, okay, just pause it and then reload the page. And there it is. And the Ghost is free. You can just go up to ghostry.com, I think. And, you know, I think it works with most browsers. So I just wanted to throw that in there. If, if you, if you, think i have i mean i've been putting out more content as of late than any other time in the history of this ministry by far and so just so you know i've been i mean the last study i put up was six parts and it was nine hours and i took i had to take a week off because i'm like oh my word i mean i can't i can't keep this pace up so with all the other stuff i'm doing with the with the health newsletters and in the, the current event newsletters and then answering all the emails and then doing all the conversions and uploads and the audios and all the stuff that goes along with that and then everyday life and not having a wife it's it's tough it's it's tough but i've lived this way for you know basically long 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 time and, and i'm kind of used to it but the news cycle is so overwhelming at this point i can't even comprehend the, the red level insanity that we're dealing with here. Now, I'm going to, these are some updates to some things I talked about in part two and part one of this study that are very pertinent. So the first one is a record number of African migrants, um, invaders, I like to call them, uh, coming to the Mexican border. And then another one, Texas mayor goes ballistic over dumping of illegal aliens in this town. Some of these illegal illegal alien invaders have rolls of $100 bills. Yeah. These are the ones coming from the Congo. <laughs> you know, they're flush with cash over there from what I heard. Those, the African, the really, really super poor African Congolese migrants from the interior of the Congo that are, are from the Ebola-stricken countries, they're flush with cash. I mean, they got, they're, they're, they're rolling in in Bentleys, Rolls Royces, Ferraris, Lamborghinis. I'm talking like Lamborghini Diablos. I, I mean, you know, the Silver Shadow Rolls Royces, the, 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 the finest editions of them. Caviar, Beluga Caviar, the red, not the black. They're eating pheasant under glass, filet mignon, lobster thermidor, oysters Rockefeller, you name it. They're coming in in tuxedos, top hats, horse-drawn carriages with canes, the whole nine yards, okay? Every one of them. Sorry, I, I kind of lost control there for a sec. A little exaggeration. But, you know, they've got rolls of hundreds, though. A lot of them. And as I said in the previous study, I wanted to see, when are we going to finally get to the bottom of who's funding this? How are they getting here? I'm like, well, they must really be good swimmers. I mean, to make it across the Atlantic like that, you, you've got you've to have some game. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, I don't think I could do it. Maybe on a good day I could. But, you know, not every day. And, and But we're talking little kids here and things like this. I mean, swimming the Atlantic, it's, it's, it's rough. Um, knowing that they're coming from such a, 
unbelievably poverty-stricken status. Yet they're showing up here, all fine and dandy cotton candy, with rolls of hundreds in their pockets. And demanding that we take care of them and do everything for them. And it's like they have a script. And it's real funny because they're real tight-lipped about how they got here. Real tight-lipped about that. You know, it's not like this doesn't confirm everything that, you know, we've been talking about here. But our federal government is so concerned about the desires of the bogus asylum seekers that now even masses of illegal aliens who aren't even seeking asylum, that they're failing to take into account the, the needs of local American communities. Um, it's just not the right-wing cowboys upset about it. Liberal Democrat border town officials have had enough as well and are demanding federal action. On June 8th, Del Rio Mayor Bruno Lozano laced into the staffers of the Senator John Cornyn uh, at a special meeting of local officials for not touring the city and taking a more proactive role in protecting the border towns from the effects of of the illegal immigration all those people are these staffers these senator staffers all they're there to do is just to absorb all of the all of the um rage okay and then do nothing about it that's all they're there for period they're not going to do anything about this they may give you some little lip service or some little pathetic effort in some way shape or form to appease the masses which is exactly what trump does every time you know, he does something wicked and then he'll go out and do some little thing. Or I heard he like freed up like a million acres of hunting land today. Oh, and everybody thinks that that undoes everything else that he's doing. See, look, he's fighting for our rights. While he's slitting our throats from behind. But see, that undoes the slitting of the throats behind him freeing up a million acres of hunting land today. It undoes all the other stuff I've been covering and all the other teachings. It undoes that. It negates it. It makes it though it never happened, right? No, it doesn't do that at all. It's just a lot of wicked works combined with some seemingly good ones in order to appease his base. That's all it is. And that's all these people are that show up to hear people complaining. They're not going to do anything. They got to they gotta destroy this country and we got to get this show on the road. We got to get the Antichrist, the false prophet. We got to get this tribulation thing going. We got to slaughter the Christians. Take away all your rights and everything you have. That's the goal. So they're not going to do anything. He said, I asked that you go see firsthand and walk through the border patrol. Walk through what the border patrol is walking through. Walk through the system of release. Walk through the coalition of nonprofits and churches. Walk through the judicial process because the senators aren't there said lorenzo he accused the two texas senators of not showing up they need to see of course they're not going to show up they're just going to send their lackeys so that they can absorb all the blows and then you know they're just going to go their merry way and nothing's going to change uh they need to understand the frustrations that the commissioners or that the city council the school board and the hospital officials are managing and having to deal with in another report the poor huddled masses coming across the southern border may not be so poor after all swiss journalist urs geiger recently visited african migrants who breached the border and hung out on the streets of san antonio why are they being repulsed at the border why are they being let in see if they would just repulse them at the border 
I guarantee you, word would get around real quick and they'd stop coming. No, you can't come in. Go back into Mexico. And I don't care if you're 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 a, a, a mile into our, our land. You're going back. You're here illegally. You're an invader. You're a usurper. Get out. But no, no, they let him in. And I understand there's kids involved and in all this. I, yeah, I understand. I understand. I get it. I get it. Well, I guess we just let them all in then. You know, because that's the that's the argument of the left. Well, the children, the children. Oh, you mean the children they're bringing in? The child sex traffickers, the ones? They've done studies and they found out that only like 40% or 30% of the families that are coming across posing as families are actually real families. That's all a joke. Sometimes it's temporary marriages. Sometimes it's just basically people yoking up to look like they're married. They don't have any documentation, but they bring the kids in so they can sex traffic them. You know, I don't know what the solution is on that. There's a way you could vet any of that. I don't know how you vet that. The way, a way to get the kids to like good Christian homes that would want to adopt them. That would be wonderful. I don't have all the answers, okay? And and obviously I want the children to be protected. And the and the innocent women as well. And the, you know, obviously I do want that. But there's so much wickedness going on at the border and it's all being condoned and sanctioned and invited because of the legislation that Trump has signed, particularly the one that he did in February, section 224A. That all you have to do is say, I might sponsor an unaccompanied minor. And you're here, baby. You get all the benefits, all the goodies. We're going we're gonna to totally stab our own citizens in the back at your expense. You get it all. You take precedence. You take priority. Our own citizens are garbage. That's how Americans are being treated. So, anyway, these um, poor huddled masses that are coming across they're hanging out on the streets of san antonio texas these are the congolese migrants that probably have ebola the carriers most likely i I got a feeling they probably cherry picked them is the reason i'm saying that why would they go through all the trouble to bring in congolese migrants this this would cost thousands per person george soros who's i'm sure the one that's behind this or one of his organizations I got a feeling if they're going to really take that extra effort to go all the way to the interior of the Congo, and, and I think they're going to really want to cherry pick the Congolese migrants that are at the highest risk of actually having Ebola or being a carrier. Remember, you can be a carrier and not even have it show up on blood tests with this new type, this new probably GMO type that can sequester itself in other parts of the body. So I just got a feeling they're cherry picked. I don't know. I could be wrong. But um, at least from maybe high uh, the areas of, of the highest incidence of Ebola, because they know they're going to get a certain percentage that are definitely carriers. And then in a, if there are carriers in that group, they're going to affect the others along the way. And they're going to affect others, people that they're interacting with. So um, they're hanging out on the streets of San Antonio, Texas, waiting to go elsewhere in the country. And he met hostility. This reporter met hostility from these Congolese invaders who didn't want to share details about their experiences on how they got here. Oh, come on. You could have knocked me over with a feather. I, I, thought, I thought they'd be totally forthright. 
tell every single detail of the journey and how they had the cash. They were flush with cash leaving Congo. How they had this big travel itinerary all planned out to the, to the T, to the letter. But, you know, they got here and they claim we don't have anything, but they've, they've got rolls of $100 bills. But no, 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 we don't want you to see that, but you take care of us. You're, we're your responsibility now. You owe us this. Oh, really? Really? And this is all being condoned and encouraged by our government. To totally destroy this country, the vest, any remaining vestige of it, lock, stock, and barrel. They don't want to share experiences about their, their details about their experiences. And they conflicted each other with what they did say. Their stories conflicted course because they're they're not going to be able to keep their story straight they were scripted they were told probably you know at some point in the journey or many parts in the journey okay this is what you need to say but they're not going to all follow script they're not going to all remember that it's a lie they're trying to repeat and some of them had rolls of hundred dollar bills flush with cash also in a recorded a recording played on fox news geiger asked a migrant from congo how she got to america she refused to say wow boy that's gratefulness you know why would she be so defensive i mean i can't imagine how hard it must have been to come all the way from the congo to swim the atlantic you know or be in the bottom of some barge coming across no nah, i don't think it was that way at all i really don't they look pretty healthy to me they look like they were pretty now they may be carriers of ebola and they could still look healthy because like I said, you can be a carrier and not even show symptoms. Not even a b positive blood test. All told, uh, at least according to what they're saying, it's probably much higher, 350 Africans from the Congo arrived just that week. And that's just in that one town. City officials say the uh, Border Patrol told them another two to 300 will be arriving later. Oh, good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad that you know they're coming and you let them in anyway. Wow, that is, that is Border Patrol, man. You mean border Uber service patrol. The military's down there being the Uber. They're buying them diapers. They're painting the, 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 the fences, the fences they can easily go around and get through and over because they probably want them to see the fences from wherever they're coming on the Mexico side so it'll be easier for them to invade the border. You know, you gotta have priorities. And good old Trump, he's there spearheading it all. Enabling all of this to happen with all the different, 10 different ways that he's failed us just on, on the border alone. I've read those at least two different times. Can't be refuted. Nobody's come back to me and said, I can refute that point by point. It cannot be refuted because they're all facts. Trump is, has been put in place to put the last nail in this coffin of this country. And it's happening. That last nail is being driven into this country so much easier. Then it would have been under Hillary because the, the Trump base would have been awake then. They would have been on full red alert. They're not now. All they got to do is listen to Sean Hannity and, and the, supposedly the mainstream conservative news to still stay on the Trump train. Everything is good still. One migrant told a reporter via Google Translate, that he came to America for security reasons. 
Oh, that sounds like it's scripted. I don't know a lot of Congolese migrants that would probably use that term. You know, for security reasons? Really? Okay. Um, and once he made it, with the help of the USA, I can get, I can get it back. What does that mean? That was referring to his family that stayed behind because that's what the all the illegal alien invaders want to do. They want to bring their families. They get one foot on our soil, claim asylum. Oh, now my family needs to come. Come one, come all. One lady made a comment about this and she said, we need to learn where the money is coming from and get rid of them. But our government won't tell us who's funding these people. Tell us who is giving them money. I know for a fact that the Catholic Church is helping house these people when they arrive and helping deposit them quietly into small communities. And I've, I've, I've mentioned all of the corruption with all of the Catholic charities and the Lutheran and all the other different devil denominations in America. Because they're all in on this. Pretty much all of them. All the mainstream ones are. They're facilitating this whole thing. They're part. They're a big part of this cog in this machine. They're they're providing cover, under the guise of oh we're being Christians to do this. When they're literally accomplishing the goal of the New World Order and of Satan, but they're saying that we're being Christians doing this. A country without borders is not a country. Heaven has walls, and it has very strict requirements to get in. All countries throughout history that was any kind of real country had some type of border. All through the Bible, you can look at, you know, particular kingdoms. And many of them were even righteous ones that God put in position and they had borders. But see, that doesn't apply to now because now anything that Satan says is what's real and is what goes. And they can twist scripture all day long. And try to browbeat Christians and think that they're doing some horrible thing by not just letting unmitigated mass invasion going in. All the drugs coming in. All the child sex trafficking. All, all, all the, the, the worst of the worst criminals from third world countries is who they're sending. That's who they want to come here. Okay, the MS-13 gang members that would slit your throat for, you know, a nickel. All the diseases they're bringing, all the demons and devils and false religion they're bringing. I'm sure there's other things I'm forgetting. The, the, the absolute total burden they're bringing on the limited resources we have left that will all be diverted to the illegal aliens and Americans will get less and less and less and less and have to work harder. And We're paying for all of this. So... Don't expect taxes to go down because all I could see is anything. Went on. Now they're, they're trying to destroy all the food supplies with all the weather warfare. So you've just got, you've got so many things afoot going on right now. The World War III, all the other ways are trying to kill us all. I'll tell you, just draw as close to the Lord Jesus Christ as you possibly can. Pray, fast, whatever you're led to do. Because, you know, if I was just reporting on this without that, what I just said, then all this is really kind of pointless. I want to warn you. I want to give you a heads up. That's what watchmen do. But ultimately, the Lord Jesus Christ is the only solution for this. That's it.
bind and loose, like I told you before. If you feel like you're not, you know, um, you're, you're dealing with like a lot of demonic issues, do the, the deliverance with, with Win Worley. I've got into that in a lot of recent studies. Go through it as many times as you need to. Break any curses that might be on your family line with the Derek Prince things that I've... And these are all in the PDFs that I've done recently. So she she goes on to say, um, stop donating to your local Catholic church. Well, I, I never did, but... And stop supporting any Catholic charity where they can divert those funds to support this invasion. Where else is the money coming from? Tell us. Well, George Soros, I can tell you that. So let's just go ahead and listen to this, this video clip here of this reporter interviewing these Congolese migrants. Here on the Ingram Angle, we bring you stories that no one else is covering because it's important for you to know exactly what's going on in our country. Now, earlier this week, we told you about the hundreds of Congolese migrants who entered our country via the southern border being dumped into San Antonio. My next guest, investigative journalist Urs Geriger, went there to get the real story for himself. And he's here with exclusive recordings and information for us. Urs, uh, you asked one of the migrants how they got here, and this is what she said. Let's watch. He says, you came via Ecuador after after evidently africa how did you manage to come here now from what i heard like they come from like the congo to like brazil up through south america through all i mean it's just this big long i don't know why they just don't bring them right into mexico i i don't i don't get it but anyway he said you came via ecuador and after that how did you manage to come here and the congolese migrant says we are here now in the united states why do you ask about ecuador we're here now in the United States. And that's not too ev evasive, right? Like, she's got an attitude. She's here on our dime illegally, and she's got an attitude. You know? I mean, it's it's unbelievable that the, when you... It's it's unbelievable, I've, I've seen in human nature, when somebody, when somebody is given something and they're convinced that, even if it's totally illegal wrong wicked but if they're in their own mind convinced that they deserve it then they'll bow up on you and they'll 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 be very bold and they'll let pride well up and think you know why are you why are you uh why are you even asking me these questions we are here now in the united states that's all that matters it's unbelievable she's talking in french and he's talking in french they seem very reluctant to give you information tell us about it yes i approached them in a pretty chaotic scene on the sidewalk and then uh, i asked them where they're from and where how they came here and they said ecuador and it took a while that they um you know were a little bit warmed up and when they realized that i was asking about money and about who brought them here they were backpacking so they were not they were they were not answering at all and um, when i came back a few minutes when he says backpacking that means they were they were out of there <laughs> they they see they've been coached okay probably over and over because it might have taken them months to get here and they have been coached. That's the only thing they'd have to, to know when they got here is what do I say when I get here? Get defensive, 
get evasive, walk away, just, and you're going to see further evidence of that here. Later, and, um, and these are the ones that, that could be all carrying Ebola. French, by yes. the way, so, yes. or is it Swiss, so he speaks German, French, and English, show off. Yes. So you speak and again, I'm, I'm emphasizing that because of the Ebola angle, but understand that, you know, there, there's thousands and thousands are coming across the border every day. This is only a small fraction, but this could by far be the most deadly fraction of the illegal alien invaders coming here. I pray to God their souls be saved. I do. I don't want them to go to hell. But there is such a thing as righteous indignation when your country is being totally gutted. And then, you know, you've got the, the conservative base cheering Trump on saying he's doing such a great job. And, oh, please, Trump, stop this. And he's acting like he's really trying and he's doing everything he can do to facilitate this. And then the conservatives are eating it up like pig slop. It's just unbelievable. French, so it was easy for you to communicate with them, Absolutely. and you said that there are very few translators. So the 30 or so people that are outside the, uh, the shelter, uh, you were able to speak to some of them. Yes, yes, and there were really a lack of translators. I think there was one other person there who worked officially. So um, I asked them, and they wouldn't tell me anything about how they got here, and then they started to get aggressive. I mean, they're showing they... all these pictures of them, and there's a lot of them just in this one spot. They were, were contradicting each other. They, one said they went through the forest, and the other one said, no, there was no forest. So, and they were actually arguing among themselves. And when it came to money and help, that's when they started to get aggressive. I want to play some more of this. Um, here's one of the migrants telling you about her journey. Okay, it's pointless to actually have the audio unless you know how to speak French, but... He says, how did you get here? And she said, we have already explained everything. <laughs> Reporter says it's very important. She says, no, no, it is not important. Oh, I'm glad you control the narrative. So. Well, why, why the secrecy about how they got here? <laughs> I mean, people are concerned, Please. you probably know, because Spare there's me. been another outbreak fairly serious of Ebola in the Congo. Uh, now, there's a long, 21-day uh, incubation period, so the sense is they couldn't be bringing it here. But still, people want to be sure. So that's why the questions are really important. Mm -hmm. Yes, and that, that might be one, one side. But the other thing is, I had the impression that somebody told them not to speak about it. And when they said, well, you're here now in the States. Why do you ask about our past? And then came a very aggressive kind of claim, give me help. Now we're here, you have to help us. Give us money. Who's and funding these migrants? I mean, who, who's, who's... Give us. Give us. Like, they're entitled, they're here illegally. If I went to the Congo illegally, I'd probably get a bullet in my head. But they can come here and demand things. Because evidently they deserve it. I, I couldn't... I just, I can't stand ungratefulness. I, I just, I can't stand it. And it's so, I mean, these, so many of these illegal alien invaders, whether it's the Africans or whether it's the, I mean, they're just, I mean, the, the, the sign I, I, I read to you in the last teaching or whatever about, you know, we're going to shoot more and more police officers until you give us everything for free. Like they're not getting enough. I mean, it's, it's, it's just, Satan is totally taking over this world and in the spirit of antichrist and the spirit of iniquity is just being released and the strong delusion god predicted in second thessalonians chapter 2 is is being released and he that, that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey that's 
What's happening now? Deeper than, than this, but what I found out is um, through an aid worker there, he said they actually do have money, uh, uh, quite a few of them, because he spotted them under a tree right in front of the shelter counting their a roll of money with $100 bills, and he spotted them, and they just put it back in the pocket. He didn't take it away of them, of course, but they're still hanging there and waiting for... They, they hid it as soon as he saw them, because they don't want... See, they were told, they were coached, here, here's, here's a whole bunch of hundreds um by the george soros people and just don't 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 be flashing this cash but you know they're they're not a, a lot of people you tell them to do something and that's something they probably never ever had before they'll probably blow through that short order i don't know maybe they won't maybe they'll be judicious with it i don't know but it'll give them enough money to get to wherever they're trying to get to that's for sure no public help so where did they expect to be going did they have friends or family here they want to go, the ones, there's about three dozens left now of that 250 group, and they want, all want to go to Portland, Maine. Like. Portland, Maine. And Fox just broke a story. Portland, Maine overrun with African migrants. Now, think about this. If you were trying to spread the plague, you wouldn't want it just in one area because it would take a lot longer to spread. You would want to have your vectors for disease spreading interspersed around the country. And Portland, Maine, evidently, is their first target. And again, they've already got them in Texas. Now you go up to Portland and you start just doing like looking at a United States map and you start thinking, okay, well, then if they put them here and here, here, then they can cover the whole country because usually when they're spreading, it spreads outward in a circular pattern, that type of thing. Now, again, maybe this won't happen. Maybe God will intervene, but I'm telling you, this looks like what they're trying to do to me. You know, if I was going to try to spread Ebola, this would be probably the best way to do it. All under the under the guise of we were just trying to be humanitarians, letting these illegal aliens from the Congo that are infected with Ebola that we're not screening at all come in. And even the ones we are screening have been checked positive for Ebola. We're, re we're, we're releasing them too because to do anything less would be politically incorrect and racist. So they want, this is what, like the Congo and other African countries are being basically, you know, they're repopulating Portland, Maine with a huge contingent of these immigrants, these migrants. And it's, it's overwhelming the Maine authorities. I mean, they're pretty liberal up there. But they're like, we can't take any more people. We're full up. But they're, they're, they're hoping to go there. They're hoping and they're told they can't go there. And you're telling me that they came from the Congo and they don't really know how they got here. They came through Ecuador. They're not willing to tell us about anything. How how they got the money how they got here about the trip at all and but they but but they they have this homing beacon built into them like a homing pigeon where we know the the promised land is portland maine i wonder who coached them to want to go there i'm sure they weren't coached at all i'm sure there's not a reason they're not that they, they're you know so there's no reason that they're supposed to be in Portland, Maine. There's there's probably a very, very good nefarious evil reason. There's got to be, because this is pure wickedness. They're told that, I was told that there's no solution anytime yeah. soon for them. All right, and you also found a document that a group called Races has been handing out to the migrants. And, and we've, we're familiar with this group, but this is what it looks like. Tell us about what this document says, a particularly disturbing part of it. We'll put it up on screen. Oh, this is unbelievable. Yeah, so um, 
they're handing that out. It's in French. Yeah. They're handing that out to the to the migrants, and they're um, no. And remember, this is their their language. They'll be able to read it if they if they can do that. And I don't know a certain percentage of them can read this, but the other people, like the Americans and stuff that are there, what they won't know what this even says, which is even better because then they can really do this. Uh, under much more and now granted thank god this guy brought this to light but had he not we wouldn't wouldn't even be aware of this document. telling them their rights and when it comes to ice it says I ice is immigration and custom enforcement so they're the people that ICE should be showing up to actually take them all back and bust them right back over the border to mexico where they came that would be the righteous thing to do push them back repulse them which sends a signal to the other illegal alien invaders you cannot come here anymore you're going to be repulsed at the border you know that's on you let mexico deal with you they're the ones that let you through their land to come into our land now it's their problem that's what we should be doing but we won't because this is all a coordinated plan to destroy the country ice is government they are not your friends and as a swiss so ice is government they're not your friends that is what this document says in america that they need to abide by they're not your friends they're here illegally though but ice is not your friends because they're the government i mean this this is such red level insanity i i I can't even comprehend what we're reading. I think, you know, what's this kind of information? And they, you flip the page and it comes again with ICE and says, ICE is kind of police. They are not friendly. Don't ever tell them anything confidential. So this is outrageous. So this is a. So in other words, when the law enforcement shows up, that would particularly specifically apply to you. Don't tell them anything. Clam up. Basically be defensive. And evidently they'll have to let you go because evidently that's what they're being told to do because if they were any kind of operating in any kind of righteous situation ice would arrest them detain them and bust them right back over the border and let mexico deal with them which would send a signal to the rest of the invaders but see they don't want that they want this invasion trump's ensured that that we're going to have it the border the border thing's not going to be built anyway so it, it all, I mean, all of this confirms all the other teachings that I've done, every bit of it. There's there's nothing at this point that really is any kind of contradiction. There's there's no, to me, there's no more question about is Trump a good guy or a bad guy. He's totally working for Satan. He's totally accomplishing Satan's agenda on a far greater level than Hillary could have ever even dreamed of accomplishing. Uh, an NGO, non-governmental organization, assisting aid workers. aid workers telling the migrants who are going to get money from the u.s taxpayers not to cooperate with the government or thank you for going down there all the way from switzerland we really appreciate uh your help tonight understanding this story okay let's let's listen to this next video portland maine overrun with Africa. this just broke after this other report uh today evidently let's see what this says last night we were the only show in all of cable news to bring you the story of hundreds upon hundreds of Congolese immigrants being dropped off yep. in San Antonio. Notice she's the only story on mainstream media doing this, and I'm surprised they even let her run this. I really am. I'm surprised her handlers didn't say no. This will probably be the last time you hear anything from her on this subject. After crossing the border. But for many of them, that is not the final stop. San Antonio's assistant city manager, Dr. Colleen Bridger, revealed this to a local CBS station, quote, the plan was 350 of them would travel from San Antonio to Portland, as in Portland, Maine. When we reached out to Portland, Maine, they said 
please don't send us any more. We're already stretched way beyond our capacity. Now, why would Portland be beyond their capacity? Well, I want to take you back to January of this year when Maine's new governor, Janet... Well, because they're so overrun with them right now and there's some kind of sweetheart deal that's been done to for Portland, Maine to take these most likely Ebola-infected Congolese um, illegals in. So, I mean, and these will be their vectors where they will spread the disease. That's the plan. Now, God may intervene. It may not happen. Uh, I hope it doesn't. I hope there's enough prayer going up about this that God stops it again. But it does appear this is what they're trying to do. Mills gave her inaugural address. We welcome the voices of newcomers also to the public conversation. The young, the immigrants, people of different cultures. Democratic Republic, uh, Democratic Governor of Maine, Janet Mills. All are important members of the Maine family. Oh. From now on, yes, a sign will greet all those arriving in our state. And it will say simply, welcome home. Amen, brother. Amen. Isn't that nice? Well, in Portland alone, asylum seekers who are primarily from African countries make up 90% of the people living in the city-run family and overflow shelters. But back to today. Wow. When the San Antonio city manager's request to Portland was turned down, well, the response was jarring, quote, we're working with them, the migrants, now to identify other cities throughout the United States Yes. where they can go and begin their asylum-seeking process. That's right. Well, where are these migrants going to be dropped next? Well, that's anyone's guess. But the fact that two cities in two states, thousands of miles apart, are both at capacity right. should be alarming for all Americans. Nah, come on. Now, we reached out to officials in Portland, Maine, and received the following response from a city councilor. Portland is proud to be a welcoming city for all Americans and those seeking to become Americans. Yes. At the same time... No city Even though they're here illegally, totally, but that doesn't matter. 67,000 people can possibly manage the entire nation's immigration situation sure on they, its own. What do you mean? Sure they can. Well, I mean, what? They're just being selfish. Wow. We are going to continue to follow this story and others like it and bring you updates since apparently no one else will. Okay, I'm going to play another short video from her that she just released as well. And... Um, Laura Ingram, and uh, it gets into some other points. Now, granted, the thing is, is she's talking about liberalism, and I agree with her 100%. The problem is, is that what she's not doing, uh, unlike Ann Coulter, which actually has called Trump out, she's not blaming Trump for this problem. And it, it lies at his feet. The 10 different ways he's failed us on illegal immigration, okay? The 10 different campaign promises he's broken, and there's probably much more, just on this one issue alone. See, the, the, the blame is not being put in the right place. That's the problem I see with all of this. It's being, oh, it's all the liberals doing. No, it's not. No, it's not. Trump incentivized this all to happen, and he is incentivizing this to happen. And this is the main reason that this is happening. I'm not even going to blame Sure, the liberals are cheering this on like crazy. And yes, I'm sure they play a gigantic part. But if it wasn't coming from the top, this wouldn't be going down like it is. Middle class working Americans, people who don't want any special recognition. They just want to get up in the morning, go to work, make a decent living, 
and get home, maybe crack open a beer. All right, well, take, for instance, Portland, Maine. It's pretty far from the border, so they shouldn't be impacted, right, by the illegal immigration crisis. Well, wrong. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that the city is being overrun by asylum seekers to the point where they're taking up 90% of Portland's family shelters. And city assistance for them is drying up. In fact, 75% of all population growth they saw between 2011 and 2016 was from foreign-born individuals. This is wild. For anyone spend any time... See, this is, this is this, this, this synagogue of Satan playing to destroy America, to create our inevitable brown future, as, they've, as they have said over and over in their own Talmudic, uh, Kabbalistic uh, rabbis that I've, I've heard quotes from over and over again. And, you know, you could say, oh, that's prejudice, that's whatever. I'm telling you this is what they're doing. But this is even more so because now they're bringing in people that are potentially carrying life-threatening diseases and using them as disease vectors to spread this Ebola. That's their plan. Now, whether that happens or not, I don't know if God's going to let that happen. I don't know. God could, God could intervene in that situation and, and make the Ebola threat go away. But is he going to? And they're trying to bus in now because, see, they don't want just all of the illegal aliens in the border states. They want to start bringing them inland. They want to start saturating the whole United States. They want to bring those diseases that they're, that they're carrying way inland, okay? And, and the MS-13 gang members and, and the child sex traffickers and the drug dealers and, and all of the stuff that they, and all the diseases that they bring. And all of the, the, knowing how that's going to crash the resources and overwhelm the resources of whatever place they put them. That's what they want to bring in for the United States. So see, you're going to see more and more of this where they're being bust. I mean, you can't get any further inland from the border than Maine. Well, that's why they're doing it. They want to start, they just want to saturate the whole country with them. I'm up in Portland and it's cold up there tonight. That is wild. Okay, former governor of Maine, Paul LePage, warned about this years ago, and he was called every nasty name under the sun. As a result, all the usual is racist, xenophobic, blah, blah, blah. Well, he joins me now. Governor, how does this influx of asylum seekers? Now, there's some from Central America. There are also refugees uh, from Africa. It's a different, you know, right. different status. But how does this affect everyday citizens, as I like to call them, the maniacs? In Portland. Well, Laura, well, Laura, what it really does, it takes away from the disabled, the elderly, people with intellectual disabilities. They're pushed aside. Mm -hmm. They're put on waiting lists, and the money goes to uh, asylum seekers and mm -hmm. undocumented citizens that come to. to See, they're the priority. We are we are third class citizens. We should be, you know, thanking in their in their terms our lucky stars. I love that expression. Um, that we're even permitted to live here. And we need to give up everything that we have, that maybe we've worked for in, in order to take care of all these illegal alien invaders. That's what we need to do. This is, this is the red level insanity of what is going on right now. I come to the state of Maine, and that's been going on for years. Uh, when I was governor, we had litigation against the city of Portland for that exact reason. I... Uh, 
when the economy started getting so i guarantee you portland is just an absolute wasteland of of luciferians satanists and every wicked evil creature you could imagine because wherever you have this type of dynamic going on you have to look at the head and if the head is sick the body's going to be sick and the head is letting all this stuff in and i mean the head by the the head political leaders in that area they've made some kind of sweetheart deal to bring all of them in and absolutely just be an area where they can act as a beachhead where they can bring them them in and um you know obviously this is going to spill over into all the other surrounding communities and, and into america in general better i removed all the wait lists we there was 4200 people on wait lists we budgeted for it totally balanced budget paid for it the democrats came in took the money and put the people back on a wait list, and they're still there now on a wait list. People who've lived their lives in Maine and now are without services in their uh, aging years or with their disabilities, and particularly the one that is the most upsetting is intellectual disabilities have gone by the wayside. Okay, They've closed, so those, are, those are mental health issues and so forth. A lot of people who after the Great Recession in uh, 2008, they, they still haven't gotten a leg up, even with the improved economy. And Maine has always, you know, had some tr struggles in that area, obviously. I want to play something from you, from just, you know, this was back in a town hall you did in 2018, and the reaction from the crowd. Let's watch. 2016, sorry. Illegals, or I call asylum seekers. I think the biggest problem in our state. Shame on you! Look at these devils. They're they're shouting this governor down, no respect at all, because he's saying that he they're these asylum seekers are the biggest problem of our state. And you've got all these white people walking out, just totally enraged. I mean, these people are so demon possessed of the toenails. I can't even comprehend how demon possessed the toenails you would have to be. It's like it's not enough. We need more of them. We need more destruction. We mean we need more death. We need more of our resources taken from us. That's what they're begging for. They're begging for more evil. Good Lord, I mean, how demon-possessed you have to do to be this way? Uh, shame on you, they were screaming. Oh, you. I, I recall, I recall. I think the Speaker yeah. of the House was there that evening. Yeah, well, what are, they, what are they saying now? I mean, look at this. I mean, we have a situation, according to the statistics today. In Portland, 65 to 70 percent of 1,000 people now receiving general assistance are non-citizens. Everyone hear that? 65 oh, yeah. to 70% of the people seeking, see, receiving government assistance are non-citizens. Another, the city budgets of about $200,000 annually to fill in gaps for asylum seekers who don't qualify for gen general oh, assistance, good, good. such as those who haven't yet filed an application. And we're paying for all this. If you're an American, you're paying for all this, the taxes. We're footing the bill for all this. Just like the vaccine injury court that was set up so you can't sue the vaccine companies, the American taxpayer pays for all those lawsuits of all the vaccine damage that's done because it's governmental. We get to foot the bill for all the vaccine damage and, and the vaccine companies are scot-free. They can kill, maim, do whatever they want to their heart's content. You can't sue them. And you get to pay for all the, 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 the legions of autistically damaged children and Asperger's and these types of children and the lawsuits that ensue against the drug companies, you get to pay for that. 
So you haven't filed, and they're reaching out to give you money in Portland. This is the Democrat Party, though. This is a state that is now with Democrat control. Democrat, right, is a legislate, state legislature That's correct. still run by Democrats. I, and, this the is governor, what, and the governor and the incumbent governor invited them and said it when she, in her, when she's a governor-elect, she said, I will invite uh, asylum seekers to come to Maine and I will give them services. And, well, if you invite, they will come. When I, when I uh, think of all these other cities that are considering more generous policies toward both asylum seekers, uh, refugees, or diff again, a different story, what do you say to them, given Maine's own experience? I would say that if you have the resources and you feel compassionate for these folks, go ahead and do it. But if you're going to be taking resources, very, very uh, important Here's resources, for your citizens, then you are making a big mistake. Well, again, 90% of the people uh, living in Portland's city-run family shelter and overflow shelter are people who are asylum seekers overwhelmingly, I guess, still from... Brought here by George Soros illegally. Africa, correct? That is correct from Africa, and and you know one thing. Go. I don't get the Africa. I, I don't get. Well, she's not getting it. They're trying to spread Ebola. They're trying to spread the diseases that they're bringing, and that culture of witchcraft. Because it is. I'm sorry. That is their religions over there, for the most part. Guaranteed, the vast majority of these are not Christians. I've watched enough documentary on on African cultures to know that the primary one of the it's either it's either Islam or high level voodoo witchcraft type stuff. That's where voodoo came from was from Africa when they brought the slaves over to um, Haiti and that type of thing. And that was how voodoo got here. It originated in Africa. Yeah, the Somalis all went to Minnesota and then yeah. they went to Maine. The two so, Some of the biggest butchers of Christians on the planet, the Somalis, the Muslim Somalis, I mean, some of the most the biggest atrocities you could ever imagine of Christian genocide. And they bring them to Minnesota. So you can imagine, I'm sure these are just all salt of the earth, just the best, the best, creme de la creme of the crop. No, I got a feeling it's all the exact opposite. They're bringing the worst of the worst of the worst because that's who they want to bring in here because they know they'll have a much higher ability to bring evil into our country and to destroy our country. That I mean, wouldn't, if you were Satan, isn't that what you would do if you had your druthers, if you had your way? Sure, that's exactly what you do. Would you bring the best Christians each country had, even if they were here illegally? No. No, they get to stay there and get persecuted and slaughtered. No, 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 no. Bring the worst of the worst so we can import that same wicked culture here. That's what we want to do. That's what I would do if I was Satan. Damn it. I don't, I don't get that at all. I don't get how that, exactly. that's the place where everybody goes. Yeah. What, what is that? I, I, I don't know, but I will say this. The one See, the thing is, is I can't stand about like the way reporters go about things. Is they act like, what is that? You know what it is. Please, spare me. But see, she can't say that on TV. And I'm not, nothing against Lori Ingram. But I'm just saying, she can't, she's very limited in what she can actually say. She's got to bring it up, though. Like, what is that? Like, trying to get people to think, like, oh, it's got to only be this. I mean, obviously, they're doing this to try to destroy the country and to spread Ebola and this type of stuff. But... There's just, they're very limited on what they, they can say and they're very politically correct. I'm not. I can basically say whatever I want. And that's what I love about the freedom of a show like this. Because I don't have, 
you know, sponsors I'm beholden to that, that are like, well, I'm going to pull your sponsorship if you talk about illegal immigration or something. And I don't, I don't have to worry about that type of stuff. Thing that nobody's talking about right now, they're talking about the, 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 the resources being eaten up by, by uh, temporary housing. I'll tell you, when they get into housing, you should see the disgraceful housing that these people are being put into in the city of Portland. I visited this housing. It was yeah. housing that I was brought up in, which I gives me nightmares okay, my whole entire life. It's terrible. Well, Governor, the, you know, you're seeing a, a total transformation of New England cities uh, in New England, uh, Lawrence, Massachusetts, another one. Uh, yeah. And this is happening all across New England, but Portland brought it on itself and people are going to left to pick up the pieces. Governor, thank you so much. Well, there'll, be nothing, there'll be nothing left to pick up when they're done with it. You know, if Satan gets his way. Okay, so continuing further, other related reports that are breaking. Border Patrol agents not immune to the onslaught of illnesses plaguing holding centers. Evidently, what they're doing is when they're coming home from work, they're changing out of their clothes and probably just going right to the shower and making sure that they're probably getting their clothes into the laundry as soon as possible because a lot of them are turning up sick because there's so many people that are full of diseases and sicknesses that are coming across the border that the border patrol agents are getting sick now in mass so they're having to like change their tactics i'm surprised they're not wearing face masks and things of this nature um this just broke 800 evidently illegals found packed in semi-trailers in mexico uh so they were they were i'm sure on the way to the border uh so now we're going to switch gears here big pharma force vaccinations and population control in 1986 i kind of just mentioned this the national vaccine injury compensation program was established to protect the vaccine manufacturers from any liabilities this program ensured that taxpayers would pay for all the injuries the public suffered from vaccines (laughs) so the taxpayer has to pay it all okay drug company doesn't have to pay anything you do essentially if you're a taxpayer Once this protection was set in place, the government took control of the vaccine industry and the big pharma profits increased by over 600%. Well, there's nothing to fear anymore. We can't can't be sued. We can do whatever we want to the population. We don't really care because it's not going to cost us any money anymore. So it's all about money or is there something more nefarious at play? So let's just go ahead and listen to this video here. The mainstream pop culture narrative tells us to trust vaccines and labels individuals who do not as anti-vaxxers. But when you look at the history of the vaccine industry, there are many good reasons to question that. Now remember, it's cause and effect. They bring all these people that could be Ebola carriers or other, all kind of other vectors for disease. Not only that, when you cram people into like these, these places like this, um you know the conditions are not sanitary and that by itself becomes they're already a lot of them are full of different types of diseases and maladies and things that our immune systems have never been exposed to because they're coming from africa and central america and south america which is again this is all by design so then when they start to have all these outbreaks that are inevitably already here and coming then it's vaccine time so then the pharmaceutical companies get rich and then it gets to the point where it's so bad that no, 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 mandatory vaccines, no more religious exemptions. Hey, they're already doing that in New York City now. We're going to be talking about that uh, next. 
So see, this is where this is all leading in order to get us to the point where it's forced mandatory vaccines. Well, what does that mean though? Well, that e either to me, that means either vaccination by gunpoint or you go to the FEMA camp. I don't know if they're gonna, uh, they're gonna hold you down and vaccinate you. I don't know, I don't know. But like I've said before, I will take a bullet in the head before I take one of these things. I do not trust them. It's coming straight from Satan. It's coming straight from the pharma, the medical pharma cartel. We don't even know what's in these vaccines at this point, especially the experimental ones they're doing with the Ebola. So, you know, I'm just telling you, that's, that's my mindset. In 1986, the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program was established to protect the vaccine manufacturers from any liabilities. This program ensured that the taxpayer would pay for all injuries the public suffered from vaccines. <laughs> and that Once wonderful this protection was in place, government purchasing of vaccines increased by over 300 percent. In 1994, an unelected board of pediatricians was put in charge of determining which vaccines would be given to your children. Unelected board of pediatricians determine what's injected into your children, and you have no unless you unless you opt out, and 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 it's never easy to do that. And they're always going to browbeat you and guilt trip you if you can even do that at this point. It's the unelected, you know. Uh, basically drug cartel representatives say what is has to be injected into your body and what you know hep b vaccine uh for a newborn when that's a sexually transmitted disease that a new newborn would have no risk for but no no you need that right at birth see they got they got to start killing you off as soon as you're born all funded by pharmaceutical companies and u.s taxpayers before presidents bush and clinton incentivized the vaccine industry it was about a hundred million dollar a year business. Bill Clinton proposed buying up all the vaccines and distributing them from a warehouse in New Jersey, which Congress rejected. But still, thanks to Clinton's efforts, the government now controls every aspect of the vaccine industry. <laughs> An industry wonderful? that has grown accordingly ever since, over 600%. And it Trump's is, fully on board now. Remember that. He said they should be taking their vaccines up there in New York City with a measles outbreak. That hasn't killed anybody. You know. But you better you better be taking you better be a good little Nazi. Roll up your sleeve, take your vaccines. And uh that's what Trump's on board. I mean, I'm telling you, Trump Trump's gonna be that's the Trump train. That's the Trump train. The the train's called evil, and he's on it, and he is the conductor. The whole nine yards. Expected to be a $60 billion a year business by 2020. Their profits have grown immensely, but what else have they accomplished? Since 1993, there have been four measles related deaths. <laughs> now compare this. Four since 1993, and yet we've got all this hysteria over you've got to have mandatory measles vaccines no religious exemptions now in new york city there's been four measles deaths since 93 said i mean total insanity with 483 claims of injury or death from the measles vaccine yeah, i mean there's only been 483 claimed 
Now, you could probably put a couple zeros on that. Remember, the measles vaccine is one of the worst ones, and I think that's why they're pushing it so hard. Because one of the measles vaccines has cultured off two different aborted babies, two different aborted fetal cell lines, human diploid cells is how they're referred to in the PDR. And one of them is cultured off an aborted baby and then also human genetically modified albumin. And then all the other evil garbage, all the other adjuvants that are in there with it. So the measles vaccines are just the worst, just about one of the worst vaccines I know of, okay? And again, what's happening to you on a spiritual level when you get a vaccine cultured off an aborted baby injected into you or two aborted babies? But see, you understand why they really want to get that one in you and into your kids as soon as possible? How, what is that doing to us on a spiritual level? How could that be affecting our connection, our potential connection with God? Well, see, Satan knows all this. So that's why he wants you to, to you know, belly up to the bar, roll up your sleeve and just, you know, 72 or 78 vaccines or whatever now for, for, for the children by the time they're like 18 or whatever. And now they're going to institute where they want another 78 by the time you you die or whatever. It's never going to end. It's just going to keep going up. It's just going to keep going. Up. Satan never is satisfied. So there's 400, 483 reported injury and deaths. The ones that they couldn't cover up over the measles vaccines. Okay. Since that same time, there's only been four deaths from actually measles itself. So the measles vaccine has killed you know, exponentially more than the measles itself has ever killed. And again, I don't believe these statistics. It's You could probably add a couple zeros onto this at least. And again, what about all the people that have been damaged that don't report it? I mean, and again, this is one of the worst vaccines. So these statistics, as bad as they are, are beyond underblown. The government has settled... $4.1 billion in vaccine death and injury claims. Only $4.1 billion? According to a New York Times That we've all paid for? Article, the tax on each vaccine is determined by the predicated rate of serious side effects. Great. In other words, not only is the consumer a test subject for the vaccines, but they also pay for any damages sustained from their use. Absolutely. Merck, Sharp, and Dome has been fined billions for multiple crimes over the years, including fraud, bribing healthcare. He's showing all the, the, the newspaper reports of all these different... These are wicked, evil, satanic companies that have Luciferians at the head of them, at the head of their leadership. You have to understand this. This is one of the main ways they're, they're going to depopulate the planet is through vaccinations and through the medical pharma cartel that came straight from Nazi Germany. If you trace it back to IG Farben, which was one of the main, um, which was like the main monetary driving force behind Hitler that branched into three different companies which formed the modern pharmaceutical industry after World War II. It's that bad. They're that wicked. They're that evil. Professionals withholding safety information and exaggerated efficacy rates. And yet, thanks to the federal government and taxpayer dollars, they continue to thrive. Is it all about money or is there something else to it? During a 2010 TED talk, Bill Gates suggested that vaccines help reduce the population. A year later, Absolutely. one of his vaccines- I played the quote that showed him on stage saying it right there. 
Um, and then in the next thing it showed, polio vaccine program caused 47,500 cases of paralysis death. I mean, you know, that's that's not too bad, is it? I mean, that was in India, so they can, they can really cover that up. And Monsanto um, was behind that as well. But Mon, uh, Monsanto's GMO's, uh, I guess, GMO vaccine that Bill Gates was behind. I mean, what, what more satanic things could you, you know? But, you know, Bill Gates' polio vaccine only caused 40, uh, 47,500 cases, and that's only what they're admitting to, of paralysis death. So, But see, Luciferians and Satanists love this stuff because they love the suffering. They don't want you just to, just to die. They want you to suffer and die. And they want to control the whole process along the way. There's demons there feeding off all of that suffering that vaccines are causing. That's what's going on. In campaigns caused 47,500 cases of paralysis and death. The India Supreme Court claim that the drug trials being run by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation were illegal. Reducing the population has been suggested and supported for years. Ted Turner told Autobahn magazine that a total population of 250 to 300 million people, a 95% decline from present levels, would be ideal. This is what the mysterious Georgia Guidestones call for. Yep. When UT professor Eric Pianca came under fire for suggesting that 90% of us should be killed in order to sustain the earth, his students defended him, saying he was being conservative. Well, then they need to go first. That's all I'm saying. If they want depopulation, you go first, okay? Show us by example. If that's what you really want and you want it that bad, show us by example. But none of them would do that because they're all cowards. They just want us to die so that they can, you know, rule in whatever liberal devil utopia they think is going to be left behind, but they're going to be killed off as well. And that everyone should die. In 2009, Baxter Pharmaceuticals was caught shipping millions of contaminated yep. swine flu vaccinations to eight. Yeah, all you got to do is go back and key in Baxter vaccine, and you'll probably find. I did a ton of reports on swine flu on 2009, right before I moved up here to North Carolina. If you want to know more about that, in countries, the entire shipment was contaminated with the live H5N1 avian flu virus. H5N1 is what I did my whole avian flu killer of millions 14 city tour back in 06. Okay? That is a very virulent strain, a very high kill rate. And and they were, you know, oh, we don't know. I mean, I don't know what happened. I mean, man. Bummer. If one wanted to create a pandemic virus, this is one of the easiest ways to do so. Today, mandatory vaccines are being forced on children in New York. Government bills are being proposed to remove religious and philosophical exemptions and to exclude yep. unvaccinated children from schools. But if you question any of this, then you are a crazy anti-vaxxer. For NewsWars.com, yep. this is Greg. That's how you're portrayed. So they're just, they're just, every day, it's just more and more aggressively, incrementally tightening the noose is what they're doing. Um, and uh, 
evidently Alex Jones, uh, they're, I don't know what's going on there, but they're trying to frame him with child porn caught. I mean, they're, they're trying to take down all alternative media, even though he's on the Trump train and he's probably working with a lot of the different factions of, uh, but again, it's this big, I think a lot of this boils down to if the left is attacking Trump, then the right feels like, oh, well, he must be a good guy. And I think there was a similar dynamic possibly going on with Alex Jones as well. And, um, you know, just this, I, I've got the, 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 file, the word doc I have on Alex Jones now is so voluminous. If I tried to do a teaching on him, it would probably take me oh, at least five to six to seven parts, maybe longer, maybe 10. And that's, I've accumulated this stuff over like the last couple decades I have files on a lot of different things and I will accumulate information over time on them so that I can reference, you know, and, and yeah, so they're, they're trying to take, I think almost everybody down on alternative media. Okay. Let's go ahead and play this next clip here. And this is from Ted Brower from today. And this is just like a five minute clip here regarding, uh, I believe this is regarding the vaccines in new york speaking of the vaccines i thought this is interesting now as you know dad talked about this on thursday that new york has eliminated they have completely eliminated the state of new york has eliminated the religious exemption to vaccine requirements for kids now the nation they have said now that they said this is the nation's worst measles outbreak even though there's been zero deaths by the yeah. way i just want to clarify that there's been zero measles deaths this yeah. year zero zero fatalities um, but they have now gone in now, and they said the religious exemptions will no longer be a way to get out of vaccines. Now, here's the irony of So what does that mean, De vaccine by gunpoint? See, that's what, that's what I want to know. When they say stuff like this, I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's talk about this. Let's get this out in the open. What does that actually mean? Does that mean you're going to send a SWAT team to my front door and kick down the, like you did in Arizona with that one family that we reported on? Is that what you're going to do? Because bring it on, if that's the case. Bring it on. You know, if that's what you got to do, go ahead, do it. I want you to be exposed for what you are. Yes. John Kennedy went out now. Robert, excuse me, excuse me, not John Kennedy. Robert Kennedy Jr., the hardcore proponent for clean vaccines, the one that has put a spotlight on a lot of the vaccine issues. He now posted an article now, and this is interesting, as Merck promises governor of New York City to invest $48 million in a new Albany project. You guys are going to like this. On June 7, 2019, Crane New York Business reported that the Partnership for New York City, which represents more than 350 major city employers, wrote a legislator calling for an end to religious exemptions on vaccines. This is June 7th, guys. This is a little more than a week ago. Among the business group's members and partners are Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, Google, Microsoft Corporation, Merck, Blue Cross Blue Shield, and top corporate investment and entrepreneurial firms. And what may or may not have been a coincidence, according to Albany Business Review, ILUM Health Solutions, which is a subsidiary of the vaccine industry giant Merck & Co. announced plans on June 12th, <laughs> June 12th, 
which was the day before they got rid of the religious vaccine exemption. This was last Wednesday. They did the religious vaccine ban on Thursday. Last Wednesday, ILUN Health Solutions, which is a branch of Merck, announced plans on June 12th to create 115 new jobs in the Albany area over next year and planning on investing $48 million in capital and infrastructure around the area in buildings, basically, to bring in a new company that they have. So they just buy off the whole area and then they get whatever legislation they want put through. They have not disclosed yet. So the day before they banned this, as all these companies now have been essentially lobbying these major cities and including the employers of the city have now come in now and they said they want religious exemptions banned the, the state goes in and bans which is specifically i think i understand yeah the the, the jews that won't take them um also really the, the the fundamental christians that won't do this as well i think that would really be from a satanic standpoint I would imagine that would be their main target. Now, and now they have another company coming in that's going to be dumping tens of millions of dollars, and that's just what's on the books, guys. This is just what was reported in mainstream media by L-U-M, which is basically I-L-U-M, which is a subsidiary of Merck. So I just thought that's funny, ironic, follow the money. You guys want to know where all this stuff comes from? You want to know why all this stuff happens? It always comes down to the money and control the money magic the money manipulation the making money out of nothing the bankers have dialed this in for thousands of years i was talking to a friend of mine yesterday and we were talking about mortgages and the aspect of the um the derivative swaps and the ability as far as the 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 ability to take money and make nothing, as far as make money out of nothing, the, the fractional reserve banking, being able to loan 40 to 1. So if you have a million-dollar cash reserves as a bank, you can loan $40 million out off that $1 million in cash, averaging 5 to 6% on an average note across the board on $40 million. You can make $2 million in interest every year as the bank with only having a million dollars in cash. I mean, you can't even make this stuff up. They literally make money out of nothing, and it's exactly what they have done is they've gone in now with this made-up money out of nothing these banks have, and they have bought up all these huge corporations. We've talked about it in detail now. As far as they go in now with their corporate directorships, they buy in on everything, they own everything, and then they go in and start making and forcing state policy by means of tens of millions of dollars that they invest in these states that are good little states that follow the rule of the globalist bankers. Because remember, guys, New York is borderline turned into a socialist state as well. The only reason New York City hasn't turned into like Los Angeles and all that aspect is because of the huge banking cartel they have up there and the massive amount of money they bring in all the time. They are insolvent. They cannot, they cannot keep up with their budget, again, without raising taxes more and more and more and more. So without turning into California or Los Angeles, they essentially need more capital coming in, and what better way to do that, to bring in all these vaccine companies or subsidiaries of these companies to bring in tens of millions of dollars and new jobs and more infrastructure. That way they can keep the roulette game spinning in New York City and keep the money magic rolling. And again, now they subjected the entire state of New York. No more religious vaccines in that state now, Dad. Okay, so we have that. Um, 
Wish the news was more positive, but unfortunately, this is the news cycle that we're dealing with here. The next report, Trump sends more troops to the Middle East, pre-positioning assets for World War III. This just broke. It's from ABC News. I'm going to go ahead and play the video here. In breaking news, just as we came on the air tonight, word the U.S. is sending 1,000 additional troops to the Middle East amid these rising tensions with Iran. And tonight, the new threat from Iran. That country saying within 10 days it will exceed the limit of its uranium stockpile, violating the nuclear deal, that deal the U.S. had already pulled out of. And tonight, the Pentagon now claiming it has new evidence proving Iran was behind the attacks on two oil tankers. Right. U.S. Central Command releasing new images of an Iranian Revolutionary Guard patrol boat near one of the tankers. So what does this all mean as the U.S. now sends these troops? ABC's chief global affairs correspondent, Martha Raddatz, tonight with Lake Reporting. Again, remember, this is just building their case, building their case. Oh, look at how wicked Iran is. Look, we're trying everything we can do to not go to war. Just what the Brookings Institute said. Doing everything they could do to demonize them, goad them, provoke them, lie on them. That's exactly what the Brookings Institute said you got to do in order to bring Iran to war, which is the last domino that's got to fall before we're into World War III, which is projected for October, evidently. Now, granted, that could get pushed forward. It could get pushed back. I don't know. This is up to God. This is God's doing. But this is what they're planning. It is a threat that could unquestionably bring Iran and the U.S. closer to confrontation. Iran saying in 10 days it will violate the joint 2015 nuclear deal by exceeding the limits on nuclear fuel unless Europeans provide relief from crippling sanctions. But the U.S., which was... So we're doing everything we can do to provoke them and put these sanctions on them and shut down the oil shipping lanes in the Strait of Hormuz. And they're just trying... They're trying to do anything they can do to really compensate for that or, or whatever they can do to kind of fight back against that. But see, that's just going to be used to further demonize them. Now, again, I'm not saying Iran's perfect. I'm not saying that at all. Okay, but... I hope that we've proven in the first couple studies what's really going on here, that this has been a pre predetermined plan all the way since right 10 days after 9-11, they, they told General Wesley Clark, you know, seven nations are going to go, we're going to go to war with all of them, and Iran is basically the last domino to fall. So this is what they're jockeying themselves, they're pre-positioning themselves in order to make that all happen. From the deal last year, fired back calling Iran's threat nuclear blackmail, saying President Trump has made it clear that he will never allow Iran to develop... See, and this is the thing. This I'm playing you the, the mainstream brainwashing right now. You're getting what the vast majority of other people are getting. But see, I've already played you... I've already given you in the first part and in the, in the other previous parts what's really going on. So hopefully you can look at this from a much more educated angle and understand this is lies and propaganda. This is mainstream news. You know they're lying to you. Nuclear weapons. Although the additional 1,000 forces the U.S. is sending are said to be for defensive purposes, largely reconnaissance and surveillance. Okay, but the buildup is occurring of our troops over there. They're going to send in over another 1,000. Another provocation hap happened the other day. And again, this is that buildup to get us in October. And today, more images now declassified from that tanker attack in the Gulf of Oman, which officials say shows close up the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps removing an unexploded yeah. mine from one of the tankers. But thus yeah. far... And you know what? I don't see any markings on the boat that would indicate that they're Iranian. Those could have been guys. They don't even look Iranian from what I could see. This could have been anybody doing that. 
and there's no conclusive proof at all. There never is, okay? Iran's denying it, and Iran's like, we don't want to go to war with you guys. Why do you keep implicating us? But you're telling me Iran is, is actually telling us that we don't want to go to war, quit lying on us, but at the same time, they keep doing all this stuff to provoke us into war. That makes no sense at all. If they wanted to go to war, the way Islam is, is we're like, oh, we'll kill you, infidel, go ahead, bring it on, and all this other stuff. But they're not doing that. So, again, I brought up a fraction of what I could have brought up at all the red flags just on this one oil, two oil, oil tankers that got attacked alone. I, I, it was a fraction. Like I said, I had about 25 pages I could have covered. But there's, I just don't have the time to do it. So, remember, this is just mainstream media brainwashing propaganda but it, it's important to understand what angle they're trying to lie to us from or no evidence has been released publicly of the iranian and see, this is cumulative people are going to see this night after night there's going to be something else probably in another few days or another week or whatever and then that'll that'll re-engage oh i remember what happened last week and then last month oh man you know these iranians somebody's got to do something about it come on trump come on trump and that's what's going to be the war cry by the time we get to end of september probably August, September, October, they're already saying that they need to do, um, they need to do a, uh, a lot of the high-level guys are saying we need to do tactical strikes uh, in retaliation for this. Even though there's no conclusive proof on this other than what we believe from Pompeo and Bolton, two Luciferian Satanists that say that they know everything about this and that, and that totally said Iran did this before they had any of the facts. So this is what we're dealing with. I just was, I was listening to Christian radio today when I was going to check my mail and it was good old General Boykin. Yeah, he's one of those ones I got a nice file on, um, uh, about a 15 page file on him and um, also Rick Joyner. They're both Knights of Malta. Okay, he's a high ranking general who's a Christian. But he's a Knights of Malta, which is like a secret society with a lot of basically like this Catholic secret society, like Freemasons on steroids. But he says he's a Christian and he's on Christian radio saying, well, yeah, it, it just was like this. It's like, well, I don't know, you know, we, 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 we're the, we need to, we're, we're trying to do, you know, the right thing here. And um, uh, we're trying to give them every, you know, uh, the way he worded it. Basically, we're trying to be as nice as we can be, but they're just not playing nice. And they keep doing all these things to provoke us and all these things to attack all these, all these tankers. And we're just probably going to have to take military action. I mean, this just can't continue. And just the same rhetoric you just heard. It was coming, and again, it's very important that the Christians be deceived about this whole thing and stay on the Trump train. That's very important. So what Satan does is he will send somebody like Boykin to these Christian radio stations and and have him, you know, he's an authority, he's a former general or whatever, and, and he's going to propagate all these lies to the Christians, demonizing and, and demonizing Iran, and I understand they're not, they're not a good regime, but they don't want us to go into world war three they're trying to stay out of it and we just keep accusing them of everything that they're actually not doing so he's up there basically as a mouthpiece for the trump administration and for our military to convince the christians that yes war is basically inevitable we're gonna have to go we're trying to be the nice guys but it's not working and you know hey this is what gonna bring us into world war three and this is all by design and all their plan just to give you a little background on him uh, this paper, this was written in um, 
721 of 2011. The paper exposes what General Boykin has been doing in the Calvary chapels and his associations. He is the Grand Chancellor of the Vatican's Jesuitical, meaning Jesuit, which is the most wicked, evil faction of the Catholics. There are. Um, and Trump went to a Jesuit college, just so you know. Uh, he is the Grand Chancellor of the Vatican's Jesuitical Knights of Malta an ecumenical society under the leadership of Rome where Catholics, Protestants, and a plethora of others unite in what cannot be, in what can only be described as some kind of weird unity of faith. Well, again, the Bible says, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what righteousness, you know, hath he with an infidel? And in what, you know, concord hath Christ with Belial, meaning the devil. Concord means agreement. Well, all of these secret societies are an abomination to God. You can't bow the knee to God and the knee to Baal. You can't take these blood oaths that they make you take, which are totally unbiblical. The Bible says, swear not, but let your yea be yea and your nay be nay. Okay, but that doesn't matter to them. I'm going to take all these blood oaths. I mean, you should say the blood-curdling blood oaths the Jesuits have to take, that he's probably taken as well, because he's the Grand Chancellor of the Vatican's Jesuitical Knights of Malta. He's probably taking oaths you can't just, you know, curl your toenails. I mean, we're talking so bad, these blood oaths in the Freemasons, in the Jesuits, I'm sure in the Knights of Malta, all against the Bible. Every time you take these blood oaths, understand you're getting another layer of devils in you. You're inviting them into you. You're getting another level of demon possession. Even Bill Schneblin said that when he was, he was in the Freemasonry, he said, when I got up to like the 30th degree and the 31st and 32nd, and again, this is nothing against him. He admitted this. He said, I started having um, very inappropriate thoughts about little boys. That's what he said. Now, I don't think he's doing that now, okay? I think he got delivered from that, but then again, now he's all wrapped up in Hebrew roots and he looks like a rabbi. So, you know, evidently all the demons didn't get expelled because that's false religion at its finest. But um, it's, you know, works-based works Hebrew roots. Only God knows what else he's doing now. But at the time when he seemed to have more of a sane view on things, he said, yeah, he said, and that is a very incredibly prevalent problem with Freemasons, is child molestation of their own children. Because see, when you take these blood oaths, every time you go up another degree, you're getting another demon. You're getting another devil. And maybe you're getting a gaggle of them. I don't know. But that's what's going on. And that's why Satan wants to get everybody into these, into these lodges, like the Freemasons or the Knights of Malta and this type of stuff. Any, anyway, if you want me to send you this 15-page document, just email me at the contact page at contendingfortruth.com and uh it, it ties in rick joiner with him and morningstar ministries and the uh oh boy the kansas city prophets and the jury boykin and the calvary chapel connection uh a whole bunch of stuff there there and they they document impeccably i'm just telling you there's all different links i mean this is this could probably keep you occupied for days and it's all stuff that's can be verified so um Let's see here where we're at on time. Okay, so I am way over on time for this part, and we will go to part four next. God bless you.